And I called a friend of friends like, oh, she's whatever, whatever. Tell me where she is. Friend, she's like, she, you know, she was with me right now. Damn. She with me right now? Uh, yeah. Tough. Yeah, that right there was like, that was like that final. Because it's like, she's with me right now. I mean, yeah. she's distressed over whatever is happening. Yeah, but so look. So she, she went to her friend. Oh, look. And now it's like, do I go back home? Or do I put forth more effort right now? Mm. And me being who I am, more fucking effort. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, an all-in kind of guy. So fucking, I'm, I'm putting more time into this. You know, I'm like, fuck it. Just drive to the friend's house. Ask where they are, whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, don't really tell me where they are. Fuck it, drive to a friend's house anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I still pulled up. Yeah, terrible idea, but I did it right. Fucking, you were young, young in love. Pull up anyway. Knock on the door. Friend's mom answers. They're not there. Call the friend. Again. So where are they? At? <laughs> Look, call the friend again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put, fight my little heart out. <laughs> She's home. She friend tells me she's at home right now playing Animal Crossing. Imagine that I'm pissed. <laughs> look, why are you doing some? Look, why are you look. doing some normal shit? <laughs> well, I'm over here. Look, where they at? <laughs> yeah. Look at that. At this point, okay. Drive to now. Now I know she's home. Drive to that place. Whatever, whatever. Have a conversation. Don't love you anymore. Boom, it's over. Cry, drive home. <laughs> By the time I get home, I'm done crying. <laughs> Welcome back to the Born Broke Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for the latest podcast clips and podcast updates and listen to our latest episode on Spotify. Today, we're talking about self-awareness, self-accountability, and your role in your day-to-day actions and how they can deliver either good or bad results. Now, let's get to the show. If you're watching this episode of the Born Boat Podcast, it means that tomorrow is New Year's Day because we drop every single Friday at 5 p.m. Now, how do we best prepare and make the New Year's very special and allow us to change and better our lives? Now, the best way that I found it's possible to change your life in a year and to improve on the things that you did poorly the year before is by starting in the week prior to the New Year. Now, what this does is setting up your routine and have you kind of get in the swing of things before you put all the pressure on the first day of the year. It's very important to do that because a lot of the times, uh, you know, it's it's very difficult to just start something and just say, okay, I'm going to do it on that day. And then continue to do all the shitty habits up to that day. Yeah. And, then, and then just start it. You know what I mean? At the drop of a hat. So my suggestion uh, to a lot of people is if you're looking to start a new year's goal or you're looking to you know change your life and kind of have a new year's resolution started a few days prior now in this case you're going to see this episode the night before new year's (laughs) so they start (laughs) yeah so started at 5 p.m on friday that's funny and i actually started doing this last year last year i wanted to start running and my goal was to work myself up to running 10 miles uh, you know, at any given time. So like, <laughs> that's huh. a random goal. <laughs> <laughs> it is a random just, goal. You're just chilling. 
might have to go to Tia right now. <laughs> no, I used to I used to run all the time. Mm-hmm. So my goal was You were in cross country, didn't you? Yeah. So my goal was to go from not running after a long time mm-hmm. to running one, which was pretty simple for me, and then to running ten. And I started running a week in advance to New Year's. And then kept running into the year. And then by the time the new year came around, or it was about a week or two, uh, the last two weeks of December and then into the new year. So then when it came time for January 1st, I'd already been running for two weeks. Um, so then I actually hit that goal by the middle of January. Mm-hmm. Ran my 10 miles. And then I didn't run much after that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I did I did run a lot after that in, into the summer and stuff. But I had to slow down a little bit. That's <laughs> right. Start doing marathons. <laughs> Just keep progressing. I mean, I've, I've done half a marathon. I want to. That's another one of my things I want to do. Is I think I want to run a, a marathon next year, mm. or a half. I think I'm just gonna go for the whole shebang, though. You should do the whole thing. Yeah. You do half, you're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. Just do the whole thing. It's definitely better. Get it over with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, definitely. Who's gonna be tough? Huh? It's gonna be tough. What, the marathon? Oof, yeah. Was it 23? 26. 26? <laughs> and I don't want to walk any of it. I feel like that's, I don't know, just in my head. Not wanting to walk any of it for the first time? I'm not doing it. I'd rather die than walk. Well, I guess you're going to die. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> so, die than walk. I don't know what you think. Maybe, okay, running. You know the, who I am? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> running the first 12, easy. Yeah, slight. First 12. After that, listen, feet, hips, everything just starts catching up with you. <laughs> you get, and if you if you haven't done it before, it's not gonna be. But running comes pretty naturally to me, though. So it's like great. I feel like if I <laughs> I could train myself a little bit, you know, <laughs> a little bit. Listen, I feel like in life you gotta have some delusional confidence. Uh, yeah, just, sure. Just a some little type bit of blind faith. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, a little bit is an under-exaggeration. Okay, I'll have to train a lot. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll have to train a lot for it. I'm happy you uh, got a taste of reality over there. <laughs> I'll definitely have to train a lot. I think I think if you spend two months really just getting to it, that should be enough time. To, like, where that's all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, not all I'm doing, but pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. You're just on the fucking pavement. <laughs> Running, <laughs> yeah, but I want to do it without walking. I don't know, man. I feel like it's cheating if you start walking. Let me tell you, I do a marathon. I feel like I need to walk. <laughs> you said I'm walking the whole time. I'm walking, walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I said, first 12, I don't know. Look at this, mm, yeah, that was scrumptious. Uh, well, once you get to like that 15, 16, it's like. You got 10 more at that point. I'm still going. <laughs> you have 10 more miles at 60 yeah, miles. Plus, plus, you got to think about the heat. Well, one thing I eventually want to do in life is do ultra marathons. Oh, like those which is, biking, swimming. No, no, no. Th- those are kind of like triathlons. Yeah, I'll never do those. What's what they call? I don't, those, I don't really enjoy swimming like that. Those so shits I, are vicious. No, an ultra marathon is any amount of miles that you run after mm-hmm. 26. And then, um, 27, done. <laughs> <yeah>. Ultra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, uh, but then they call it, there's another name for, for ones that are 50 plus. 
And I want, I want to eventually hit those. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Hit those? Yeah, hit those. Oh, man. I, I did want to do like a really long uh, ruck march. Ruck march, like like in that distance, like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, same rules. That's, that yeah. might even be worse. <laughs> Physically, yeah, it's definitely going to be worse. Yeah. Actually, that is worse. Not, <laughs> not maybe. It's, it's, well, it depends on how much weight you, how much weight you have, but uh, if I'm doing like, I think if I have like, um, if I'm anywhere near a hundred pounds, tough, definitely tough, but I'm thinking maybe for the first one, do like an easy 50 pound, then like, if I really want to go for like a hundred pounds, I'll work up to it, like 120 you know, like I want to go for like an actual heavy distance walk. Yeah. But I think starting off with like a 50 pounder is decent. Yeah, that should be enough. Is there is there anything that you want to have you have you thought of some goals for twenty twenty three? Yeah. So I'm like trying to do the Spanish thing right now. Mm-hmm. We've, been, we've been talking about that. I'm gonna see how um it, so there's this guy on YouTube just a Random thing that I saw because I, I learned language super well from like how do I say this from like um, just all internet lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he said. So he's and he's learned it in I believe he said forty four days. That's so crazy. So I'm gonna go for that. See how that goes. If y'all catch us, you know, at the end of next month. No. <laughs> if you catch a bilingual episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm spazzing out. <laughs> Imagine next episode's in all Spanish. You're just Well, that would require me to learn as well. <laughs> he's just it's only just, speaking. Just me There's just subtitles under his body. <laughs> right here where he's just speaking in Spanish. It reminds me of a thing where the woman was overseas. It's a, it was like a fake news thing. Everybody, everybody um, was talking. But only one guy has subtitles, <laughs> and he, but he could see them. He was like, "Why do I have subtitles?" <laughs> Super funny. They were all speaking the same language too. <laughs> they, were, they were speaking English, <laughs> <laughs> but only, his but only sub- he had subtitles. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's messed up. Super funny, but yeah, it's definitely that language. Um, real estate courses, you know. Well, I guess you can't really say because I'm kind of already rolling with it but yeah um so pass your real estate test mm-hmm. i'm already ready for that though i need like probably what three months three three more months you need if you really go crazy yeah you could probably obtain your light your physical license three four months yeah uh i was thinking about taking some classes and stuff but i think i'm just gonna hold out on that one and just keep. Oh, and plus I gotta start reading because I don't read. <laughs> so I'm gonna start picking that up. <laughs> get a, get get some books in my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of one of the things that I told myself I'm gonna do is uh, this thing called monk mode, <laughs> which you and I talked about this. Yeah. Off the podcast. But monk mode, I found this from an entrepreneur who's uh, he's a well-known YouTuber named Iman, and it's basically kind of cutting out all your vices, and 
um, kind of agreeing to yourself to do a certain set of principles that you have to do consistently every single day. And they're called non-negotiables. So some of my non-negotiables are to make sales calls every single day in real estate uh, besides Sunday because um, that's going to be the content day, like editing content, making uh, different types of videos and stuff for real estate and uh, my other TikTok page. So Sundays are for content, but every other day, every single other day, six days a week, will be for my sales calls and prospecting. Um, and then I have to meditate every single morning, which I meditate about five days a week, but I'm going to increase it to seven. And then... My other non-negotiables were, you know, like no drinking or smoking or anything like that. And uh, what else did I put in there? And work out six days a week. You said, you said no drinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> starting starting the first of the year. But with monk mode, mm -hmm. there's others on my list too yeah, that how I long? Wrote. How long are you So on your meditation? Um, Ten minutes a morning. So, so 10 minutes every yeah. single morning. And if, if I really want more, then I can, you know, go to 20. Uh, I don't do more than that. <laughs> it's been days. Uh -huh. <laughs> I say it's been days. Well, I would love to do One of the things that I really want to do, and I don't know when I'm going to have time to do this, <laughs> probably not for a long time, <laughs> is uh, like 10 days, a 10-day retreat where you basically go no phone, no talking, um, you know, no electronics, pretty much no nothing <laughs> for 10 days. No air, no water. <laughs> yeah, can't breathe. <laughs> no, and the reason I want to do this is because um, with the way society is today and how busy and fast our lives are moving, um, I kind of had this thought months and months ago where I was like, like, do you remember how things felt as a kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do you remember how, like, excited you get for things or, or you know, just everything seemed more exciting and enjoyable? I, was, I really wasn't that expressive as a kid. I just mean, like, <laughs> like, you're actually wrong. <laughs> think, things were just not moving as fast and you, you, yeah, you enjoyed things more. It just, it didn't feel, you didn't feel the pressure of like life yeah. yet. So, so I want to do that basically mainly for a, a dopamine detox. Mm. Really remove all the dopamine from my system. But back to the monk mode. Uh, the length of it is going to scare you when I tell you. Okay. But, but you can structure how you want to. So it's six months of the year. Six months? Yeah, but you have to add three non-negotiables for your monk mode. Mm. At least three. And then you can keep adding on top of that. However, he says you can go four months on hmm. and then you can go, you know, two months off and then do another month and then do another month later on. So it's like, like, it sounds like a relapse. Of <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> or, well, obviously, after doing a monk mode for like months in a row. Naturally, you're going to maintain it. Naturally, you're going to maintain most of it. Yeah. But like he basically he, he'll go off of it and then like go party with his friends. Because he makes a whole bunch of money and stuff like that. So he, he has freedom of time. So, you know, he'll spend more time with his family and friends and stuff and then go back into it. So I kind of like that balance because you're working, you're getting so much done. 
And by the time that you were that consistent and focused, you've gotten already more done than most people in the year. So it kind of gives you that liberty to loosen up the reins a little bit. Um, so you can go three weeks on, one week off. You can go two months. You know, you can structure it however you want. Three, three months and then take some time off, three months. But yeah, monk, monk mode is definitely one of the things that I'm going to do for at least six months in 2023. So dope. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Let me tell you why I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, actually, so I think I could do it if I really sat down, planned it out. Yeah, come on, yeah. man. You, be be, <laughs> o- be open, man. If I really sat down and planned it out, I can make a list of things that are definitely negative. Well, you don't have to go. You don't have to go super. It's just what you think is yeah. your non-negotiables. You know. Yeah, I still got to sit down, man. Yeah. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what I'm saying is, it would take. I think it would take me longer to come up with outliers because <clears throat> I just feel like things you wanted to cut out. It took me a little bit. It took me a couple of days. Man, it would take me like a week or two to figure out what what exactly I wanted to do. Because I I really have to sit down and look at everything in a you know in a whole like self reflect on everything yeah. that you're doing right or wrong. My nece- what's necessary, what isn't. What do you think you're doing wrong in life right now? <laughs> Call it that. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing wrong? <laughs> I tell you what I'm doing wrong. I mean, I have, I have inconsistencies. So that would definitely help me with that. That's probably the biggest thing. I'm, the biggest thing I have is definitely just inconsistent. With what? Just everything. Just pretty much maybe scheduling it better and things of that nature. But I think, yeah. I feel like that, that, that would definitely help me with that. You're saying with like things that you're trying to do, you're just inconsistent with them? Yeah. That's kind of... My uh, my overall negative on the year was that I was I was almost consistent, and that sucks. You know what I mean? Because it was like I was almost super disciplined. Like I almost hit that that meter where I was just disciplined all through the year. But there was a lot of the times where I let slip. Mm-hmm. I say more times than not, I was on it. But there's there's too much there's too much of a percentage of a time where I was just not on, and it because you know maybe some days no oh, I don't feel like it or some days you know I don't feel like this. But next year, I wrote down my word of the year and that's consistency. Mm-hmm. So it's funny you bring that up. That's yeah. gonna be be consistent overall across word everything. Of the year. Huh? I didn't make me a word of the year. Yeah, make a word of the year. All right, hold on. Probably gonna be like bitch or something. <laughs> 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 word of the year just makes up some random shit no but I'm being serious I, I'll probably figure something out <laughs> that's what I wanted though I wanted to be consistent as possible because I just I hate feeling those moments mm. where you know you had more in the tank and you let it slip man that just feels so you know that just sucks and with the nature of my business is consistency mm. consistent people are the ones who win like if I'm consistently doing more prospecting sales calls than everybody else, uh, then there's no way <laughs> that you can't succeed. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Like the months where I was just consistently calling people every single day, 
I was getting a heavy influx of new clients. And then the months where I was not calling too many people, well, there wasn't many people around hitting my phone. <laughs> um, but it's very important in real estate that you consistently prospect because um, a lot of the times there's different types of leads and you can have a lead that you might need to nurture more. And on the very rare times, there's a lead where they're just going to be ready to sell right away. Um, but if you're consistent about it, you can build up the people that you have to nurture and build up the people that are ready right away so that you never have a lapse in deals that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Some people take longer than others. Like I had somebody that I first talked to her in February mm-hmm. and then hit me back up in like August. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like literally the whole entire year. Almost, yeah. So... But it's like five, four months. Yeah, it was it was so long that the market completely changed <laughs> in our area. <laughs> wow. So, but yeah, that's my word of the year is consistency. I'm gonna try the monk mode for six months. I'm not sure if I'm gonna go the straight six months in, or if I'm gonna go, you know, three months or take a break or something. Yeah. But uh, that's gonna be one of the things that I'm definitely doing. Um. Yeah, I just. Just want to be consistent, man. Yeah, it's super, super, super dope. Like, I had, like, I wanted to be super, like, with the gym, you know, whatever else I was doing outside of it. I felt the same way. The issue is when you start making the exceptions. Exactly. It's, it's like you never run out. Like, it's always something. So, something's going to keep coming up every single time yeah. if you make excuses. And you're always just like, oh, well, I got this. Oh, I got to do that. Or, like, for me, it didn't start with, like, just the... And it started with just like not going completely. It was like I was just pushing it back to a different time, and then eventually it was just like for the whole day I'm just not gonna go. Yeah. So yeah, it was like it's definitely like a build up to a worse outcome. Especially if you uh, if you keep coming up with these ex- or sometimes when you come up with these excuses or these exceptions, like you're saying, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the times they don't take up as, as much time as you're. You're like making do. them seem like yeah, you're like oh I got to do this so that's why I can't do that. But you're back, then you're back home in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if you're already home and you yeah. you know what I mean these things, these exceptions are unacceptable because uh, you can never run out. Literally, life would just keep throwing them in you, and you just keep using them. Yeah, that's. Yeah. It's like um, you're not. You got to take a step back and look at how you're kind of. You know, it's like you're you're now taking these actions to not do what you know needs that you, that you plan to do or need to be done. You're you're kind of giving up on yourself a little bit in a way. Yeah, it tells you a lot about who you are. Yeah. And the moments where you don't feel like doing anything, mm-hmm. and you and you just oh, you know, I don't feel like Blow it. it. Off. Yeah. That's a, one of the most important things I learned. I forgot who said it. He said, um, "Truly, who you are is." And how you know you're becoming like a very, you know, productive person, like how you know you're improving is working on the days where you absolutely do not feel like working. Mm -hmm. And you have to, because there's been a lot of days this year where I was like, man, I feel like shit (laughs) and I don't want to do anything. Uh, But I'm very proud of myself. This is like the first period of time in my life where I still did it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because like... uh... I guess the smallest feat for me was 
not shaving my face. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like, yeah, going through the phases of, like, kind of trying to grow it out, mm-hmm. I definitely was like, I'm cutting this shit. <laughs> yeah. And then I go see my barber, and he'd be like, oh, man. Like, it's oh, like, he was telling you yeah, to. Yeah, he was telling me to keep going. But it's, it's always nice to have something to, something to keep you on track. Yeah. With any goal. But that's going back to, to my word of the year, consistency. Now, like I said, there was a lot of days where I didn't feel like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I still did them because they had to happen. Um, but it wasn't every single day. No, next yeah. year I want that to be every single day. I do not feel like doing uh, the thing. I have to do it no matter what. Because if you don't, you're not you're not taking accountability. For, so I'm not improving. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like you're, you're kind of avoiding that this is your fault a little bit. That yeah. you're not doing what you said you're going to do. You're, you're redirecting. Yeah, you're you're just pushing it back to another date. Yeah. And as as people, what I've learned is obviously we want to choose the thing that's easiest to do, no matter what, hands down, hundred percent of the time. It's just how we are mm-hmm. genetically, you know, wired. That's why Well the human body is lazy. Exactly. That's why doing things like watching T V and scrolling through our phone and kinda you know, chilling. That's why those things are so appealing is because they're so easy to do. It's so easy to just turn on the TV. It's so easy to just scroll through your phone. It's so accessible. And uh, if you're kind of aware of, of that is how you're basically wired to be, uh, then you can go and escape out of that and not do things that are so easy all the time. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That is one of the most important things I learned this year is being uncom- being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And because most of the time in life, we're not going to be comfortable mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. yeah, It's not very common where you're just going to be comfortable. And if you are comfortable, that means you're staying stagnant. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to get stronger doing the same thing every day. No. Like just, just bring one of, the, one, of, one of those gym quotes to be, you know, this side of the world. But yeah. If you, if you kind of, how do I say this? Not saying a, uh, you know, sticking to a routine is in some way, shape or form negative in any way. It's just sometimes you need to kind of risk it, you know, like maybe if you add this one more thing in there, it's what you need to kind of yeah push you to that next point, but. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good thing to always be <clears throat> picking up new things. Paint, you know. When you when you live, so let me take it back a little bit to to your point. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're consistently living in a comfortable state, like he's saying, like you're not adding anything and you're not improving. But if you're consistently living in an uncomfortable state. Um, and you get those things out of the way first, those uncomfortable things. And like I said, learning how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uh, then a lot of the things you used to be stressed about and upset with, they, they don't tend to bother you anymore that's true. because you're basically creating a, a monster in yourself. Mm-hmm. You're creating someone that's just thrives in situations that everybody else folds in. And, uh, you know, actually, so I I dieted pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Same thing with last year. 
but you know what the most important this has been my most improvement in the gym this year by far and you know what it what it kind of boiled down to with what i changed from any other year what it was that one more rep hmm. and then if i did that one more rep it was two more and then it, you know what i mean it wasn't like it was knowing that when i left the gym every single day 99% of the time mm-hmm. i gave it everything i had like there wasn't you know Oh, uh, set I took off or no, it was like I put everything into there and increased my intensity so much in the gym and that really showed. So I had to take that into everything else. Yeah, I like that. That's dope. Yeah. Because like you're, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're getting to what you believe to be your limit and then you're saying I got more. Exactly. So yeah, it's fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's just kind of funny how, you know, dieted perfectly last year. Mm-hmm. Dieted fairly well this year, but the one thing that cha- really changed it all was just giving one hundred and fifty percent, just in the in the movements and the intensity, and that's kind of what I want to carry into next year. I want to be intense and purposeful, and you know know that you know when I lay my head down every night that I really like went to war. You know what I mean? <laughs> went to war. <laughs> yeah, like I went to war, man. <laughs> Yeah, but um, and you know, another thing that's that's important that I learned too was uh, if you're a lot of us, we've kind of grown up very comfortably. No, no, you go ahead. Some not, some others, but generally speaking, uh, you know, we had phones, we had roofs over our head, whatever. Uh, and if you're someone that kind of can't get to that place of intensity or motivation and you find that there's nothing you can really pull from that will, you know, there's always a dark place you can go to, uh, to find motivation. And that's kind of what increases your intensity and trying to, you know, do better and things like that. But if you're someone that doesn't have that thing that happened to you, you know, a lot of people that are successful, they have the same origin story, you know, maybe they had a single parent, and they grew up, they wanted to take care of them, and maybe they never had money or food and things like that, and that was like their driving force for being successful. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone that doesn't have that, like I grew up very comfortably, my parents took care of me. There was times where we did not have too much money when I was younger, but that didn't last very long. Other than that, you know, they were very good parents to me, so I had to find that place of... You, you kind of say like your parents aren't real. <laughs> huh? You say like your parents aren't real. What do you mean? He said, other than that, they were good parents to me. You know, like it's not your. It sounds like it's not your parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were good parents. Yeah. yeah, actually, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's funny. No, but uh, what I'm saying is, is that if you if you grew up comfortably, uh, you have to find something to pull that motivation from. So that's kind of what started me trying to be uncomfortable. Because I wanted to give myself some adversity. You know I mean, and give myself something to, you know, pull oh, from. So you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing the marathon this year? Like, before the end of this year? No, no. Before the end of this year? No. Next year. Why are you doing next year? Huh? Why not do it this year? Where am I going to do a marathon at? What do you mean? Wherever there's a marathon. You want me to do it this year? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying, why not do a marathon this year? I'll do it if you did it with me. Oh, you're a demon. <laughs> see, see how see how that turns. No, because see, see how that turns. It wasn't, around? This wasn't my goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, man. Now it is. <laughs> if you did it with me, because okay. okay. I mean, if we're doing like, it'd probably what be like March, May, because it's gonna be. It's gonna have. Are we gonna do it like through something or just do our? It's more fire if we just did our own thing. Like we just sit out and sit out on the the open road. Woo! <laughs> we have to get a route and everything. Yeah, we have to map that out. But it's it's almost more like yeah, we can go somewhere. We can follow the lines. But if yeah. we just went out into the into the, the wild, it's hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> We come back. We're just man- mangled. <laughs> Look, yeah, we're limping, holding each other up. I, I probably quit my job after that. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I earned not to work the rest of this year. What's the recovery like after? Well, marathon is probably so for me. It's it has because it, I like if I'm if I'm comparing it to my ruck marches, um, it takes a solid. If you haven't. But we're gonna be building up to it. It's not. It's kind of so. It shouldn't be as bad. Like you probably, you, you'll probably be on your knees the following two days, but you'll stand up on that third one. <laughs> yeah, you might get out of bed on the third one. I'm just, yeah, I'm just I'm being Woo! honest. <laughs> Man, listen. I mean, I'm down to do it March, April. Yeah, somewhere. I have it written in my. Uh, it's the first time I'm gonna share this with you. I have it written in my goal mm-hmm. list. Quit Amazon, April first, twenty twenty three. That was dope. So maybe that could be the celebration. Yeah, it's not like I don't have a dumb amount of time anyway. Huh? It's not like I don't have a dumbass amount of time. <laughs> yeah. So like I could really take like what? I could probably take a whole month off by the time. Yeah, because we're gonna. You can take a whole month off by after the marathon. Yeah, by that time, because we're gonna get, we're gonna be getting all our shit back. Oh, all the time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, but I'll, I'll be set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might need it. Yeah, you might need a couple weeks after that thing. No, I'll probably just I'll probably just need like a few days though. Uh, you just want the month off, just because? No, I'm not taking a month off. I'm just yeah. saying, if I wanted to, I probably really could. Yeah. <laughs> or you could take a leave of absence too. Yeah, but then I'm not getting paid. <laughs> True. <laughs> not getting paid, and you tortured yourself. Yeah. On the marathon. Oof. You're broke and in pain. <laughs> yeah. So consistency and quit my job. Yeah. You know why I want to do that? I want to know what it feels like to have all my seven days in my control. <laughs> it's, it's funny. So like, <laughs> how do I say this? The way you made it sound was like, <laughs> like you're a kid and you're waiting to kind of move out. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what it basically is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I want to see how, <laughs> what I can take my, you know, what, how I can take my, my business and everything, mm-hmm. having, a, level. having a full seven days to myself. I think just everything is going to, I'm here. I think having that, I'll be, you know, that should be like the thing I need. Yeah, it'll propel you. And you're not going to have nothing holding you up. So <laughs> it's going to have to happen. I feel like you yeah, would. <laughs> Another whole year, if there's something like 
like, are you just kind of slacking? It's like, damn, I'm kind of a piece of shit right now. No, literally, I'm an yeah. asshole. Yeah. If I'm, sl- if <laughs> I'm slacking a, at that that's point. the worst thing ever. And I have bills to pay, I'm literally an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, damn, somebody got somebody to gotta get to work. <laughs> no, that's literally the point. There's call, there's actually, call Sydney. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way I could sit there and not be consistent <laughs> yeah. if I literally have to be. Mm-hmm. Or else, uh-oh. But yeah, but um, what are, what are some of the the ways that you think it's, or what are some of the reasons you think it's important to to be self aware mm. and self uh you know accountable for your actions? Well, first thing you have to do is understand. Kind of how do I say this? You have to always look at your role and position in every situation. And maybe not like in that moment, but like, like 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 that day that whatever the conversation that got you there. But look at your past, see kind of like where someone told you you were wrong, mm-hmm. and see why you argued against it, and then actually see if you're wrong. Yeah, I think that's a great start to kind of your self awareness and things of that nature. Because then you'll you'll look at yourself and you just kind of be like. Why did I fight so hard? Yeah. And I think that's a great place to start is to kind of try and figure out why, like find your most defensive moments in your life. I feel like those are the ones mm. that you'll kind of mostly grow from. Like knowing your role. And yeah. I always talk about that to people. I, I say, like when I'm talking to friends or something mm-hmm. about this or making a video about it, like what is your role in every situation around you so you yeah. can look at the good things uh, but mainly you need to focus on the bad things like why like specifically let's say there's someone that's consistently not able to hold a relationship yeah and they're actively trying to date and let's say they're 10 12 15 partners in and they've <laughs> all been, and they've all been like three to six month relationships and they can 10, never 12 i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is sometimes <laughs> That's Maybe that was exaggeration. It was crazy. Let's let's say you know They're all three months. <laughs> when is, when when that it? <laughs> when have they not dated? <laughs> when have they worked on themselves? Look, first of all, they're super consistent. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> ten, twelve. Some of that I'm sorry, but some of that has to be at the same time. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. I I just mean like you gotta space that thing out. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Like uh, <laughs> like for someone that consistently can't hold a relationship, like why? The consistent thing is <laughs> is you in that, and, yeah, then, okay. and then these are some of the Ideally, people. Yeah, these are it. some of the people that go on the internet and say, yeah. you know, women ain't shit, men ain't shit, and they ain't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like it's like why are you the one that can't hold a relationship, and then you're going out there and saying, you know, um, I feel like those people really don't need <laughs> because they know why. Yeah, they're the type of people to be like, I know I ain't shit. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, they, and th- they more than understand why those relationships don't work. And they just they, can't do anything about it. They, they just won't. And they tend to brag about mm-hmm. why they fail. Like yeah. I just, I'm just not the type of person to ever do this. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of how the female goes about saying it. And yeah. it's just like that's just how I am. And they can take it for what it is, but they can just leave like the rest of them, mm-hmm. which is kind of where like the female perspective of, of a pretty much someone who's self-indulged kind of ends up. Yeah. They just 
refuse to change. And when and when they do get someone, it's not that they're just kind of like how do I say this? They're they're too unwavering. They never they expect seek you to, to adapt, yeah, and grow around them and their habits and the way they think because. I think people like that tend to, more often than not, find a weak partner. Because mm. they have to. Mm, yeah. Like, there's no way someone... <laughs> someone strong yeah, is going to put up with all that shit. Yeah. Either. So they tend to find that weak partner, but then they... That partner... You, that partner's weak already in mind. And they're and they're kind of molding their life around this you, this person. Yeah. You're their world. They're telling you, 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 you will never be wrong. You're perfect. All the time, but and the thing is, they believe it. So when they're wrong, it's like, how do I say this? When that, when, so when that weak partner in their mind, when they mess up, it's like they kind of done something like this cardinal sin. Oh, some horrible. Yeah, and oh, because have, that person's just manipulating they them. They have so to bad. fix it. Yeah, and they don't, they don't see the problem yet. But it's these relationships like this that tend to make them the strong individual. What do you think is the opposite of that? Like the the man perspective of that like you said so female perspective of someone who keeps getting in relationships mm-hmm. like that and not improving is that way uh what do you think about like the male pers- i think the male version of that is someone who is definitely just an outright facade of a human being the difference between a male and a female <laughs> a female will tell you to your face what it is yeah the male will lie first Keep it all in his head. They will guide you in. Yeah. Like everything's perfect. And then over time, the female just discovers bullshit. <laughs> like, he doesn't do this. He yeah. doesn't do that. I ask him. He just blows me off. We argue. He sits down, you know, does whatever he wants all day. Don't know where he is. Doesn't answer his phone. And he cheats, right? But she doesn't find out until much later. But by that time, he doesn't even care. Yeah. Then, then, but then he just then he starts playing the role of "I'm sorry." Mm. I think that's the male version of that, and and that's the weak female. And then the weak female turns into the same thing the weak male turns into from that relationship, strong. And the dominator. Yeah. In the next relationship, yeah. It's because those people are never able to like own up to their own actions, and like they. Like you said, they're never wrong. And then when the other person, when the other person is is quote unquote wrong, yeah, it's just like they think they're just so horrible of human beings. A great this is a great example of knowing who's in control of a relationship is how does your partner react when you want to kind of deload your depression and things like that. If they kind of just blow you off and don't give you the time, but you sit in for them, you're not the strong person in the relationship. That person is guiding and manipulating you. And you should probably take a step back and look at what's happening. Wait, so you're saying the the person that that won't listen to mm-hmm. the partner is the strong one that's kind of... That's definitely a strong individual. Yeah. They're definitely in control. And, um, and well... And the reason that I can easily say that is because after kind of blowing you off, you're still with them. And, mm. and like you still, know they're not listening to you st- and they're yeah. still... Yeah. And you're still requesting the same thing. And this isn't the first time. Well, what do you think this... So we we talked about like 
the person that keeps blowing through relationships because mm-hmm. they can never own up to their own actions. But what do you think this says about the people that keep getting with people like them? I think maybe. So it's almost like just as worse. It's like they're also not aware of their own. They're also not, you know, accountable. Mm-hmm. Keeping themselves accountable. It's also a little complicated because that person could probably be, they probably have this this visual version of happiness. This visual version of happiness where they're kind of like maybe putting putting the emotion to a face or maybe the way someone carries herself. And they have this attachment to a persona. And they just keep looking for the same one until oh. it lasts. Like they got an, an attraction to that kind of person? Yeah. Nice. Well, maybe this one will be different. Yeah. Which is the problem. But they never are. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, it does. It's just, it's the lack of both groups when it comes to progressing and evolving as human beings. Yeah. It's it's just as important to look at your bad relationships as it is your good ones. Because you just have to, you just consistently have to be aware of things or else, it's like, uh, you know, your, your life's just going to get away from you. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing we were talking about early on. Like, you notice how aware I am of the days that I did bad in my business and the days I did good. And, like, me knowing that, okay, I was inconsistent this year with a lot of things. So, okay, now that's my thing next year is just being consistent at all times. Like, you notice how important that is for someone to to notice that because I could easily not be aware of those things and go into next year, keep doing the same shit. 365 days and then notice why am I in the same spot well yeah it's like you, you're never going to mm-hmm. to really change anything if you're not uh, you don't have to track something and, and write it down mm-hmm. but you have to just be aware of it in your head it's like, sure. it's like collecting personal data you know what I mean yeah. where, where you went wrong and where you went right On the, back to the relationship thing real quick I feel like for me, if someone threatens to leave you, you need to leave. you need to leave. That's it. That's the relationship. Yeah. Like, I've had it happen to me where I was definitely like trying to make it work. Well, I should have just been like, "It's over with." Like, yeah, I should have accepted it then. Yeah. And it, I would have been happier if I did so. Mm. He's gonna deal with some pain after. Man. Woo! Look. Up. My poor heart. <laughs> but um yeah, it's definitely definitely one of those things where like you need to um when someone is ready to go, you need to let them go. And just when they come back, don't you should I don't I wanna say you should never let them back in, but history repeats itself and it's especially with relationships. But just my point of view on that. What do you think the difference was view now versus you then? Like were you were you conscious in this moment of this person wanting to, to leave you? Were you conscious that you were kind of doing a bad thing by sticking around? Or did you find that out much later? After every all, after would, the dust was settled? I would have to say I, I found it out later. After the dust, you know, everything I, was over? Like after everything did kind of like finish for sure. I didn't realize how much. It's not, it's not that it's not the damage to the relationship. It was the damage to myself that was causing yeah, like I was, how how much of me I was losing in the fight to kind of retain. Yeah, 
it was just you're fighting a, too much a one like a one uh one team battle. Literally, it was just played just against yourself. Like it basically, basically, like you're talking to yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. You, but just that you get so caught up in the emotional side of it, you can't you can't even see you're the only person that's listening. Yeah. So you definitely gotta let go. And you put so much, uh, especially when you're young, you put pretty much how I guess love feels to me, like how it felt. Yeah. Was that I was just consistently putting people on some sort of pedestal. Yeah, it's just some. You just get caught up in the. You get so caught up in. Yeah. And you're not aware of like. Sometimes, sometimes you do it out of obligation and not love, and you gotta notice yeah. that difference. Yeah. It's hard to notice that difference sometimes. You gotta notice that difference because that'll, if you can, if you can define that moment and like, and just see what's kind of like where your mind is and be like, I'm not even really. Wait. So you're saying. You're saying meeting someone mm-hmm. and doing the whole boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, partner thing. Yeah. Out of you just meeting them and like becoming boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Or husband, wife. Mm-hmm. Versus like actually, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Like you're kind of, you're not even, it's not out of love anymore. I had something like that, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm working now. This is it. Like you're, yes, it's a job, but if the love is completely gone. It's like you're clocking in and out when you see that person. Yeah, I had someone I I really liked them in the past. Mm-hmm. And then when we kind of got into it, and I was really young then, but we kind of got into it and I was yeah. like, I'm kind of doing things because this is how society says I should be doing them. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucked because I'm like, Man, it's kind of <laughs> unfair to that person. Yeah. Um, now, granted, there was some things that happened that kind of threw me off of the whole thing mm-hmm. and um, but it didn't become about love or anything like that. It just kind of was like, this is what I'm supposed to do with the person that I'm with and, you know, whatever. And I get the chore feeling cause mm-hmm. it definitely felt like that. And, uh, yeah. Everything just feels like a task. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> anything having to do with that person is kind of like, man, well now I got to do this and go over that and they want me to get this and. Well, you start making a list. Of, yeah. You know, every now and then you think about it, it's like, oh, I gotta do this. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that's you the, not a good feeling you should have with someone yeah. you're with. If, <laughs> if you're like, oh my God. You're starting to dread. Dread doing like, Any, like things just, that are nice. Just like imagine, little small things. Imagine you call your girl and she goes, it's him. <laughs> oh man. Or man. just, just a simple. Man, listen. <laughs> if I, if I hear. Imagine a friend tell, imagine her friend comes to me and, like, and tells you like that the moment like that, it keeps happening. Oh my god! You're saying she comes after yeah, like, like some other time. She's like, like one of her friends just pulls up and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I ain't really feeling it." <laughs> Even if I hear, if I let's say when I was young and I if I called a girl and this never happened to me, but I'm saying just <laughs> just sick of story, yeah, uh, made up story. <laughs> if I just called somebody and then all I hear is, yeah. so I'm, I'm pretty sure I was. I feel like I was that. <laughs> you you were. I f- I'm pretty sure I was that for that person. Really? Yeah. And oh towards, oh, I thought towards, you said towards, you. Yeah, no, like in real life, towards the end of you felt that way when this person called you. No, you I, were... I'm pretty sure that person, like towards the end of that relationship, mm-hmm. too, I was definitely fucking like a drag. How were you aware of that? Like, do you think you were being a drag? I I knew, I knew it was over. You were screwing up. You think? I wasn't even messing up anymore. But I just knew. I knew we were already done. But I just wouldn't like. Mm, I, I wouldn't let. You guys it. couldn't let go. 
I wouldn't let it end. It wasn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even. We. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was fighting like a motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, man. I remember. I remember the day. First, this is just. I'm gonna just say this for you know, just fucking why not. I remember the day that like we. It was like really over, and I like. It was late as fuck. It was like maybe nine, ten, and uh, I'm like calling, whatever, whatever. She's not answering. I'm driving. I was just like, okay, I'm driving out. I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go see, whatever. She's not there. Call the friend because we're already. So I'm already worried that it's that it's over. I'm like, I'm so aware. You knew that was the night. I'm so like, I'm so aware that it's over, but I'm not. I but I haven't. I'm not conscious of it yet. Yeah, I'm. It's still in the back of my mind. I'm still. I'm like this. This, this night I was fought in a fought, fought relationship the hardest I ever fought, and I called a friend. And friends like, oh, she's whatever, whatever. Tell me where she is. Friend, she's like she. You know, she's with me right now. Damn. She's with me right now. Uh, yeah. Tough. Yeah, that right there was like that was like that final. Cause he's like, she's with me right now. I mean, yeah. she's distressed over whatever is happening. Yeah, but so look, she she went to her friend. Oh look, and now it's like, do I go back home, or do I put forth more effort right now? Mm. And me being who I am, more fucking effort. That's <laughs> <Yeah. Dante's laughs> so, all in kind of guy. So fucking, I'm I'm putting more time into this. You know, I'm like, fuck it, it's drive to the friend's house. Ask where they are, whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, don't really tell me where they are. Fuck it, drive to your friend's house anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I still pulled up. Yeah, terrible idea, but I did it right. Fucking, you were young, young in love. Pull up anyway. Knock on the door. Friend's mom answers. They're not there. Call the friend. Again. So where are they? At? <laughs> Look, call the friend again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just put, fight my little heart out. <laughs> She's home. She friend tells me she's at home right now playing Animal Crossing. You imagine that? I'm pissed. <laughs> look, why are you doing some? Look, why are you look. doing some normal shit? <laughs> well, I'm over here. Look, where they at? <laughs> yeah. Look at that. At this point, okay. Drive to now. Now I know she's home. Drive to that place. Whatever, whatever. Have a conversation. Don't love you anymore. Boom, it's over. Cry, drive home. <laughs> By the time I get home, I'm done crying. <laughs> but drive home, cry. By the time I get home, <laughs> crying's done. <laughs> Go upstairs. Mom's like, where the fuck are you at? <laughs> look, look. Did you shed another tear? Look, no, no. no. I, was, I was done. When I got home, I was done. Yeah, I would have. You see, mama, it's just like, <laughs> it just brings it up again. But anyway, tell mom's what happened. Mom's like, well, what now? I'm like, all right, shit, gotta keep doing what I'm doing. That was yeah. it. That was, that's literally, that was the last... That's how that ended. Yeah. What song were you listening to on the way home? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I was just trying to. I was just driving home. <laughs> but yeah, no music is crazy. If you had no music on, I'm pretty sure I didn't though. Oh but shit! You I just were, drove home, man. Just drove home. You were hurting, man. No, no type of theme song for the night. It's fucking. Yeah, just fucking. Damn, dude. Went home, went to sleep, and yeah. What do you think? Well, now you're back in the game now. So <laughs> not anymore, shit. <laughs> huh? I said not anymore, shit. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, back in the game, you know. I guess. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, 
<laughs> you won the game. <laughs> okay. You're currently playing the game. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you're with someone else. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, what do you think you've learned? You don't have to touch any relationship, but what do you think you learned leading up to this that has made you different in knowing how to have more successful relationships? It doesn't have to be just – I mean, you can learn things. Like my takeaway from that? Yeah, like you can learn things from a romantic relationship mm-hmm. that go into, you know, family and friends and things like that. So, like, what do you think you took away from relationships from that romantic relationship? Like, what do you think you're more aware of now? And, you know, how do you think? I think so, valuing myself more has kind of helped me. How do I say this? Um, just kind of. Just the self-respect I got for myself now is helping me kind of grow better, like smarter, easier with the person. Because I'm also like expressing myself more. Uh, You're not just taking shit like you would have. I'm not just kind of watching them and like not. How do I say this? I think I know what you're saying. You're not just like being agreeable. Yeah, I'm not just prioritizing their wants and needs. I'm also including yours mine now you know it's very important for people is to yeah. definitely uh it's not a one-way street you should be yeah. vocal and and, and if, if i'm telling you, your relationship's gonna be 10 times better if you do oh my god yeah because if it's because eventually you know, your partner will say something like i just feel like it's only me and you know doing mm-hmm. the, the when, talking and the yeah you feel like it's only me but then like your whole priority was to make it about them yeah so it's like, yeah, no, that when both people are giving something, yeah, you definitely if you're if your partner's saying that you gotta you definitely have to change. You gotta, you gotta pi- change. You gotta that. pivot. Yeah, you you're, you're um you're kind of failing. <laughs> yeah, as like an individual in the relationship. Exactly. Yeah, both people should be offering something. Yeah. It should never be a one way street. And if you're in a one way street type of relationship, mm-hmm. man, you gotta analyze and. And really uh, look at it a little bit because, um, like Dante said, know your worth. Yeah, I was a dickhead. <laughs> know your fucking, worth. I was fucking asshole for trying to make that thing work. <laughs> you th- oh, so you think? For, I think you I think, think you're being selfish. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fighting that hard for it, knowing it was over. Come on now, that was a dick. That was a dick yeah. thing to do. You're putting. I put both parties through some. Because you're putting her in a place of yeah. where like she doesn't know how to like, you get know, you. You just you're just literally making that person feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're kind of a drag. <laughs> you know, I'm just being honest. <laughs> like chill the fuck out. <laughs> and, like back like Fucking, what you said, you call yeah. her and she's. Yeah. She got to take five seconds before she answers the call literally. to to take a deep breath. Should have took my dumb ass home and just. Yeah, but, it, but I had to experience it first. But we all learned. And yeah. you're super, super young. So it's like. Yeah, literally. I bet you're glad you Was, went through yeah, it now. Still... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you say? I bet you're glad you went through it now, though. Yeah, it was a dope experience. Super dope. I don't like. I don't feel like an idiot for, no. for like. I don't feel like an idiot for doing it. I feel like it. I, I feel like kind of. How do I say this? There's just that embarrassment. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had to do that. Like I've had, to, I've had things like that where I will look back and I'm like, Man, like I was embarrassing. Like what, like, what were you doing out there, bro? <laughs> How do you fucking turn that car around? All right, we shared our own personal experiences with us not being self-aware, 
and us being self-aware. But we want you to take away something from the podcast, if anything. So how are you actively making yourself more conscious of things going on in your life and making yourself more accountable, you know, for your actions and things like that? How are you keeping on top of things like that? Um, It's just coming to an understanding that it has to be me. Not saying I have to put myself before every other aspect or thing in my life. Yeah. I just have the understanding that I it has to be me is the best way I can say. It. I just No one's gonna hold your hand. I kinda had to put it together that I have to kinda put myself above where I had me in the first place. It just wasn't I was I wasn't in the right position in my and when it comes to like who's important to me, I wasn't I wasn't on the list that had to change. A lot of people get the misconception that putting yourself first is Mm -hmm. a selfish thing to do. But in reality, if you're operating at the highest level of yourself, then you're going to be better for everybody else around you. Exactly. And that's the most important gift you can give everybody Mm -hmm. is by operating, you know, at your highest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like it's definitely when you're when you're prioritizing yourself is also when people are probably most happiest with you anyway. They, they, They have this thing they can talk about, like maybe you're performance somewhere in your life is just kind of better and they kind of acknowledge that and they you know they kind of um parade you with praises of like your achievements or whatever and that's that's only going to happen when you start to take those steps to identify you know who you are and what you want to do and when you start pursuing those things you put there's a there's just just a level of effort you put into those things that you've just like you'll never do anything else but you have to find that to figure out what it is that will make you get to that mindset <clears throat> in the first place. Yeah, there's there's so many different benefits to putting yourself first. And like I said before, it's not a selfish thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, when you're when you're putting yourself first, a lot of the times that means your mental health is really good at the, at the moment in time. Uh, and when your mental health is good, that means more than likely your relationships are going Great. fairly smoothly. Yeah. Because if you're in control of your own emotions and everything like that, and you're really uh, comfortable within yourself, mm-hmm. then you're able to give more to other people. You have more to give. Yeah. Right. Just, just being super, uh, you know, conscious of your thoughts or, you know, just finding a way to, you know, remember them. and Yes. <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> 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 um, probably, I feel like we should explain it. <laughs> yeah, one one of the best things you can that I did myself on really how to be organized with my thoughts because I used to be very, uh, you know, chaotic with the things I was thinking, and you can't you can't really. <laughs> that sounds like a yours. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah, yeah. No, not. I mean, the things I, was thinking. I mean, like, uh, no, that did sound kind of <laughs> insane. Take out, take out school. <laughs> yeah, not chaotic. I was very disorganized <laughs> with the way I was thinking, and uh, it's very hard to improve all aspects of your life all at once. It just doesn't work like that. You kind of just have to chip away at it. Uh, but one of the things that I think is very important is making note of the things you want to improve, like on paper, uh, you know, by journaling. It's one thing, this one thing I did, I, I separated my life into like 
four or five sections. That was relationships, family, romantic, and that was my my uh, financial, you know, aspect of life. And then it was my mental health, and then my health. You know, we're kind of just one. Uh, so I wrote down all the things I was doing in each of those categories that were going very well. And then I wrote down all the things that were not going well and the things that I was doing wrong. And then I actively, you know, tried to change the things that weren't going so well. And then you learn to just adapt and keep adding things and subtracting things off the list. Uh, but that's one very important thing you can do to just make sure you're on top of things. Uh, and it might seem like, you know, why go through all the the effort and everything, but it's, it's, a good, it's worth it. It's very worth it. But some mm-hmm. some people are just lazy and they they don't want to take the time to do things like that. And it might sound like I don't know, like it's it's lame or something. I don't know, but um, it, it, it just it probably will feel more like how do I say? Like um, yes, I'm doing this for me, but it also feels like a chore. And I feel like the exactly, chore, the yeah. chore aspect of it is what will kind of pull them out of it but that's the problem it's like doing things for other people doesn't seem like a chore but when you sit down and you try to do something for yourself for once uh it seems like a drag and life shouldn't be like that you should be more inclined to do things for yourself uh because like we said before when you're operating at a high level everything around you is better mental health Mm. your health yeah your money for sure relationships especially your money yeah. Yeah, when you're <laughs> when you put yourself first. When you're, when you're yeah. about you, <laughs> the bag is your yeah, bag is the, definitely the bag is all yeah. there. But try it. Try separating your life into four different categories: health, wealth, relationships, and and <laughs> yeah. No. No, you know, your your mental health, your health, relationships, and money. And then write down everything that's not going good and everything that is going good. Yeah. And uh, another thing I did continuously do is, uh, you know, a lot of people are religious, so they pray on things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I sort of kind of meditate and process my information because when you meditate, you get the opportunity to have personal time mm-hmm. in your own thoughts and silence that you really don't get. I think that's very important for people, you know, to, to be comfortable in their own thoughts. Uh, and you can really solve some problems that way. Um, is there anything you think you need to do better and be more organized with everything going on in your life? Just scheduling. Uh, just, yeah, definitely scheduling. Having like a, Yeah, man, it's getting late. Having <laughs> like a, it's it's so. This is no. Listen here. What? Listen here, man. First of all, what time? Oh, no, listen, no, don't check the time. <laughs> it's nine thirty p.m. Okay. Listen here, man. <laughs> it's the second podcast in a row you've yawned. <laughs> this is absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> we did it. We did it super late. This is probably the latest one, though. Is it not? Yeah, we haven't gone. Is this the latest one? I'm pretty sure it is. There's no way we went to like 11. We were up editing one night. Yeah, but that's editing. 
It's like we're shooting the pot still. Yeah. Yeah. Editing is one of the best ways to hold yourself accountable. My God. <laughs> oh, let's not even talk about that day. I was doing the volume. Which which <laughs> day? When I was doing the volume, and then we just used the camera audio. Okay, so <laughs> that shit was terrible. So <laughs> episode four. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, it should be four. Episode four, we thought we had the capacity to <laughs> film and plug in the audio for four individuals. And uh, it turns out we really only can do two like this. So <laughs> with, with actual quality sound. To promise our viewers weekly Friday episodes, we had to make a decision to just not use the mic audio because... Yeah. Two of us sounded like we were going to be in your ear, and the other two sounded like... Uh, like we were across the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like they were in our pocket. Like... Trying to talk. Like if you listen to uh, Yosemite, the Travis Scott song. Oh, Nav, <laughs> yeah, the first Nav. That was literally us. Before they edited it, like yeah. Like me and the other guy, uh, Rome. Like me and Rome, just... <laughs> it sounded so far away, it was absurd. But, nevertheless, going back to the word of the year... Consistency. Bitches. <laughs> Consistency and bitches. I'm kidding. That's not the word. We want to we wanna put out a pod every week. So we got to put out some shitty audio. So be it. Yes, Ali, it's, we don't have a choice. Because then it's just kind of like we're... Who are we if we just don't yeah, upload an episode? <laughs> Why'd you make it sound like we were... Who are we? Damn. No, who are we? I'm just saying it would, just, it would be an inconsistency and an excuse, which is what we, you know, we talked we're... about prior. And we don't want that. And this yeah, might we don't want that. This might be the first time we're ever saying this on the pod, but our motto is be one percent better every single day. So <laughs> maybe that one wasn't one percent better. Uh, <laughs> but listen, <laughs> our consistency is continuously being one percent better every single day. I think we've been doing great. 